The Fulton County Library System presents Shaggy Gal Full Co Library. This is part two of a two part podcast. So then, millennial shorthand their answer to, okay, boomer. Right. That's yeah. like, yeah. again, with the efficiency. You right. Know, mm-hmm. You guys just come up with a meme that can be a, right. a catch all mm-hmm. answer. But what of, happens, it comes across rude. Right. Yeah. I was thinking the yeah. same it thing. It comes sure. across rude. It's dismissive. Right. Because like all of your experience, yes. Yes. It, we don't need that. Right. Right. And, and I then, think. And you feel disrespect. Right. Right. Yeah. And if it could be articulated that we've done all of this research, we've tried this and it didn't work. But what happens, people just, like she said, dismisses it. And then you're like, oh, I've done this. I've gone through this. Well, I don't think, well, I hope, well, I don't think we mean to be disrespectful. <laughs> but, you know, when you're also that generation where people say you're entitled, like they have no idea that even though I'm sitting at a desk creating multi-million dollar software, it might not have enough a lot of sweat like maybe carrying lumber out to the yard like maybe your generation did doesn't mean I didn't do a lot of work and I'm very exhausted so when we want what we want and we're told by the other generation you haven't earned it like that's insulting to us so it's kind of hard to like yeah because I think a lot of people come into it un probably knowingly or unknowingly with already a pre-assumption of what you think of them already so if it's not someone they talk to that they have a personal relationship with, I think they come into it already irritated. Like, why am I even having to? Right, right. You know, so yeah. that unconsciously probably makes it already, a, you know, a tense conversation. Right, right. As opposed to, like, I'm having a conversation with right. you or something like that. So it's just like a, because like she said, like Rachel said, people already think millennials are already entitled and lazy and this and that. When in all actuality, we just do it differently. But we working hard, too. I think we should define entitled because I'm hearing a different, different definition for entitled. Well, let me give you an example. Are you a parent? No. Well, it's well. I feel like anybody would feel Not this it. way that if you had one, and your mom, of course, had a child and raised one, but they're kind of trying to hover you about how you should do it. You will feel some kind of way because number one, you're feeling like I don't need to be micromanaged because that kind of makes me feel like you think I'm a mess it up without listening to you. And that's like an insult to me already. Mm -hmm. Secondly, you know, times are changed. Things are different. Like there's so many things on the market that can help. And I want to use things that will make life easier, even though like my mom loves to say, like we put our pants on the same way a hundred years ago. Babies are made the same way. Nobody's disputing that. But how you do things now are different. And so it's not that we're trying to ignore, but it's like sometimes we feel like you guys don't even try to see where we're coming from. Like, even financially, we talked offline about um, the um, when you retire, the um, pensions and stuff. Those things are different. So if somebody came to me and told me how to save for retirement, when you're getting a pension and that's not an option for me, I can't listen to you. Because I don't think you're looking over here enough to see really what's going on. Mm-hmm. It probably depends on the field. Because the field that I was in, which was uh, higher education, I had to stay within a certain, I had to teach in the state system. I couldn't go to the private sector, but I had mentors who were older and I followed their lead and they said, you can, you can go from Kennesaw to Columbus to Atlanta Metropolitan, but you cannot go to Spelman and Emory. You would not have a retirement. And I listened to my mentors and that's, and I've retired just like they are. 
they're in their 70s. And so I get to go to have lunch with them. And as a matter of fact, I make more money in retirement than I did when I was working. See, like, I don't think, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Woods, you personally would realize how dominant a rookie you are as a baby boomer because you don't generalize. A lot of baby boomers generalize things. Like she just said, they say, well, we put our pants on the same way babies yeah. are made. A lot of them do that. You're not, like, it's some like you that don't. But for the most part, right. <laughs> they think everything is, is the same regardless of how you cut it or slice yeah. it, which that's not that's not the truth. Now, I would agree. It is the delivery. Yeah. I, w- I would agree, the delivery. And I do agree. And Bobby, she's my mentee. And uh, she shared with me that in order to give advice, you have to have a relationship with people. And I, I, I don't tell people that I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't I, I don't because I already know that. that's not going to work. Millennials are all to, about yeah. vibe. If that's the word we use, if yeah. you're not vibe, if we don't have a certain type of energy with a person or a certain type of relationship, you can't get us to listen to nothing. And but that's that, just but that's good moving forward in general, especially because that's something that we all can use. Just just that one piece of information that you just shared about having a good vibe with people. Um, that's something that will help us right. in our social life. Mm-hmm. Yep. As well as at work, because I mean, of course, if you are a manager and you have a staff member that's an, a millennial, you're going to have to have a relationship right, right. and vice versa. Yeah. And just from me reading, prior to us coming together, I didn't realize that the millennials are or will soon be the majority of our workforce. Mm-hmm. So, this is something, this is a huge topic. And this is just that one piece. Thank you, Bobby, mm-hmm. for sharing that. Is just having a good vibe, and yeah. that's not something that we can a class we can take. Right. True. Right. I think that that is kind of what feeds into the stereotype of millennials needing their hands held through mm-hmm. things, because yeah. we, as Generation Xers, we sure didn't expect Boomers or Silent Generation mm-hmm. to have that personal relationship with us when it That's happens true. it's That's fantastic true. but you you know when you got your first job working fast food when you're 15 16 your manager was like make those fries fix that burger right do this thing and you were like i guess oh. i got to figure out how to do that right and needing that relationship is the thing that it probably improves communication in the long run mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but on the on the front if somebody doesn't understand that a millennial needs that personal touch mm-hmm. it's going to it, it can be alienating on both sides I think mm-hmm. right that's correct and I think you have to think about what you're asking um, if you're saying like like you said if your job is like go do this go do this if I'm listening to you then I need to listen to you but you can't be offended if I am needy it's like you kind of, your generation makes us feel like we don't listen to you. And then here we are trying to get more information and you feel like we're being needy. It's like right. either you are okay with our independence or we're going to go do our own thing or you want us to kind of stay two steps behind you. You can't really have them both. I, I, I guess I see what you're saying. But uh, I guess as a Gen Xer who had silent generation parents mm. and a lot of silent generation people in my life as teachers and whatnot, mm-hmm. that... If you had to ask too much, that you got this return attitude of, you know, just like this frustration from people. Mm-hmm. So you kind of learned, I got to figure things out on my own because if I ask for too much direction, I'm going to get mocked by them. Mm-hmm. 
and it 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 gave a certain kind of a um, figure it out yourself kind of mentality, I guess, to our generation. And so learning that to you guys that it's just you really want to to kind of have things clarified. I think it's like what you define it as a relationship because with someone you work for, I'm not expecting that to be my friend or anything like that. But I mean, like, if you're talking about someone I'm so I'm taking advice from or that I'm letting impact, you know, the things that I do or something, that person, yes, you need a personal relationship with. Or someone I work for, that, that relationship is on the surface. Meaning, like, I'm probably, I say hello to you, you say hello to me, trust me, a lot of us fine with that. That's, that's fine. I do my work and I move on. But I mean, like, someone, when, as far as us as far as think people we let impact us or inflict information on us and things that we take in and that we use or whatever that person has to be that's what i mean it has to be personal because it can go you know it can go right or left with that type of thing and you're gonna take it to heart i don't listen to anyone i don't care about i'm just gonna be honest about it. any advice or something it's not gonna happen. but i think it's also interesting because you're speaking in terms of you're probably not going to be on the job long when you mm-hmm. say that I don't have a relationship with. But the the Gen Xers and the baby boomers usually stay on jobs a lot mm-hmm. longer. So you have to have relationships with mm-hmm. those because we're not going to leave in two years or five years. We're going to stay and yeah. try to create a career so we can retire. But as a a millennial, mm-hmm. you're thinking, I'm not going to be here long. I, I had a colleague that came in and she didn't bring a whole lot of stuff, whereas we moved into our offices. We had all kind of pictures and and when I had to leave, it was so grueling to get all that stuff out. She had like a picture in a box. She said, I'm not going to be here long. So I need to be able to get up out of here when, and this is how she taught, and she died. She stayed maybe five years. She said, I'm not going to pack all that stuff because I need to get up and go. But when you're going to be somewhere a long time, you do create and develop these yeah. relationships because you know you're going to be there a while and you're mm-hmm. going to need the people. But another thing that I want to say as a, and I might be different, as you said, as a boomer, when we're suggesting things, we're really trying to help and we're not implying you don't know. We're just saying this, this is what I can share or impart or give to you. Mm-hmm. But when it's not received, it's like... I. We're not, not, I'm just saying this. It's not a, we're not assuming you don't know. We're assuming that we've gone down this road. Mm-hmm. I was a new person at one point, and you need the camaraderie and you need the people to come in and to to help. But we're not assuming you don't know the information. Mm-hmm. I think no matter what generation you are, as you get older, you learn more about what you didn't know. Yes, mm-hmm. that's true. And that is kind of wisdom uh, defined in yeah, one that's way. True. And that's you go, true. oh man, that person, they actually did know yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Even they if cared. at that time, yeah. yeah, you were like, I don't need you. Right, right. I'm going to do this my but own they way. They really cared. Yeah. It's unfortunate you think about that after the fact. Right, yeah. right. That's the unfortunate part. But and I feel like the older lines. generations, you guys do that too when it comes to digital and social media. Like, we as millennials been trying to, like, the older generation, your parents, we be trying to help y'all. And I'm like, oh, y'all are impatient. I don't want to learn it. Y'all are impatient. <laughs> you don't know this. I told you this three times. <laughs> <laughs> so you feel like, am I that dumb? 
because that's, that's the feeling we get yeah. when you guys are like exactly you know, that mm-hmm. feeling the right same there. one yep. well <laughs> my, you don't mean to do my it experience, yeah my experience goes. is that same one it's a little impa- people are impatient and you know as boomers it may take them a little longer them because I'm no technology because I <laughs> hang around young people mm-hmm. so that's why I, I, I try to learn all I can mm-hmm. I'm not one of those who are opposed to it but again in my career we didn't have secretaries to do our work. They gave us a computer and said, you got to do it on your own. We're not servicing all of you guys. Mm-hmm. So I was forced, but that's not the case for many people. I do realize that. But a lot of the new stuff, I do go to my mentees and say, how do you do this? So I won't be dumb. <laughs> I won't be illiterate. But that's how I kind of keep up. But that's I realize that's not the norm. What are some positives and negatives about working with other generations? Like you're just talking right there about how you're able to reach down to the, or reach generationally down to the millennials and learn things that otherwise you might not have as easy access to. Rachel, what would you say is a positive about working with previous generations or earlier generations? And maybe even you're starting to see the Zoomers come in and are you feeling any of the frustration with them that you feel was leveled at you as a millennial or you, Bobby? I want to do the first, the last question first. Okay. The, was it the Zoomers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. After us? Let's clarify that because I feel like anything that's bad, millennials get that. We are not the pod eating, mumble rapping, like, what is it? From 23 on down, that's not us. Mm-hmm. So anything after that is not us. We get blamed for They love to slap millennials label on all of that. That is not us, okay? So <laughs> that's number one. So for them, I feel like they're the ones that didn't grow up without the iPads and the um, phones and all of that stuff. We were still playing outside and all that stuff. Okay, so the I like y'all's generation because you are chill. The Gen X. Yeah. Gen X. You guys do kind of float through what it's like, you know, you don't really, from my experience, get too, we're really up. in the middle. So you're not yeah. out of touch, but you're oh. not so it. Thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was not Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> some are, you're not either. My mother isn't well. either, um, as far as digital and social media, but... um yeah, I think that I, I do like that because I feel like y'all are somewhere in between us. You're not so much the whole stay at one job for 30 years. Y'all stay for maybe 15, but you do understand, you know, if you're not getting where you want to be instead of sitting there suffering for 30 years, you'll transition or you'll change careers. That is not shade. Stop laughing. <laughs> and so I appreciate that. The other generations, I mean, they do have the wisdom and y'all do tend to be very motherly, fatherly. So when it comes to relationships, while, you know, you're afraid to get close to coworkers because you never know what happens. The older generations are like really making sure that you're okay. You know, right. they make sure that you do stay in play. They're very loving. So I'll put it that. Yeah. And I'll leave it there. <laughs> um, I think... The good part about it because both of my mentees, one is a Gen X and one is a baby boomer. Just um, <laughs> <clears throat> the good thing is you get to bounce off all of it. Like you know, they bounce off me just the same as I bounce off them. Like we literally once a month, almost once a month, get together. And I get to tell them things. They can tell me things. And we have these conversations that you get to learn. I tell my mom all the time, when I want to learn something, I go be with them. I don't go with my millennial friends. Like, 
they say they think it's shade, but it's really not. I tell them they're not my friends. Like, meaning my mentors aren't my friends. Because my friends, I I say that because your friend, you're you're gaining something from them, but they're gaining something from you as well, you know, at the same pace. Whereas from someone from an older generation, it's not the same. It's not the same. I'm gaining something way fat you know, way more from each of them because it, essentially they have and we know that they've had experiences that we haven't had or that we will have but as the same I'm bringing them into like I said before the world we live in now is made for us it's made for millennials and gen z's and things like that for when they get older it's just that's just a fact so <clears throat> they're learning from me just like I learn from I take things from them that I can use mainly you know things that's already set in stone I can use whereas for me they take things from me that they can learn mm-hmm. so it's like I'm you know it's lessons for me is learning for them mm-hmm. in in my mind like that's how I see it so I never I'll never and like I said my mom is a baby boomer and I talk to my mom all day all the time whereas me I'm forever fixing or doing something for her on the computer or something. <laughs> All the time. Forever. So, and my uncles and everybody. Just, y'all just don't know the hell. But, yeah. Get Do it you out. ever, like, just look at your mother's computer and then the next day something's wrong with it? And it's like, who touched my computer? It's mm-hmm. like, I no, man. My mother, because of me, she doesn't have one. It's like, you don't need this because, <laughs> no. But, like, for instance, my mom is a retired nurse practitioner, right? But, Still now, once a month, she goes to a nursing home that my grandmother used to be in and helps them out. So now they have this computer system. So I find mm-hmm. myself having to get up uh, and go, go to the nursing home <laughs> and teach a bunch of nurses how to use a computer system. Oh, that is hilarious. Bobby's not getting a dime, just saying. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, it's like because my mom, can't. she can physically tell them and physically show them whatever they need to know. Bottom line, only reason she never became a doctor is because she has kids, and in their age, when you start having kids, that's not the thing. Yeah. But the computer, <laughs> no way. And it's almost like I've accepted that. That's just she just doesn't know. <laughs> She's just not gonna know. But yeah, but it's a lot of things she knows that a computer could never tell me, or social media technology mm-hmm. I could never know. So. That's the beauty of having those people. Mm-hmm. That's why I said that's the beauty of having those relationships, those personal things with those people, because essentially you're going to need that. And those good vibes. Mm-hmm. The good vibes yeah. is yeah. what matters. You're going to need it <laughs> anyway. And your mom probably feels like she doesn't need to learn anything because she has you. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure a lot of, that's a lot mm-hmm. of relationships That's why there. we're not patient because y'all Perfect. get greedy. Because <laughs> <laughs> you get greedy and that's doing it. That's why we're not patient. I call Bobby. How do yes. you do this? And I'm the other mother. How do you do this? <laughs> but I'm trying. You are. You're learning though. So So let's, let's talk about one final thing again. Okay. I'm curious about each of your perceptions on on Generation Z and what you expect to happen from here, do you think that they're going to integrate into the workplace in the same way as previous generations kind of learned from the ones coming before them? <laughs> or do you millennials kind of have a uh, less optimistic point of view on that? Yeah, my my point of view is very less because you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying because I have different. I have Gen Gen Z family members and yeah no. 
They're not hearing. They're not hearing. They're not hearing about. I think the the slight part about my family, mine personally, I don't know about anyone else, but it's like I said, all of our parents are baby boomers. So there are certain things foundationally that we have that you just that we just have. However, there's still Gen Zs at the end of the day. So they totally just story. it's a yeah. totally different the way it's being I'll say this, the way that the baby boomers in our lives are trying to do them like they did us, it's not happening like that. Because they like I'm not I would love to recreate this conversation in fifteen years and see what we all <laughs> oh, say. I know and wow. throw a, a Gen Z in the room with us. The millennials are gonna look like saints. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. for sure. Or they gonna look like judgmental uh, baby oh, boy, boomers. That's true. <laughs> I think we just realist and people I feel bad see. for them actually because mm-hmm. like with social and digital media, like there's like part of gener- a part of millennials we're like okay we do like our business out there but we don't like right. you're just gonna it's get enough yeah. yeah we don't feel like the mo- the best time I've had in years is when I went on a cruise and I was like nope don't give me no internet package I just mm-hmm. want to be disconnected for a mm-hmm. week and I was able to do that without like like having a seizure. crazy yeah I don't think that the generation who grew up where you can make whoever you want to be online and Photoshop bodies yeah. and a whole bunch of that is gonna. Mm-hmm farewell in the long run well this is the the gen z is really the the generation that looks as at influencer as a career option Mm -hmm. yes and that to me is so incredibly interesting and um scary and just i cannot relate to it like the idea that you think that you're going to go onto Instagram and make a video of you putting on a jacket or unboxing some boots or something, and anyone in the world is going to care about that is mind-boggling to me. And I have to now accept that this is reality, though. There are people out there making millions of dollars. Like the kid last year who made the most money on YouTube was like eight, and he unboxed toys. Yeah. And wow. that the, there are people where this is a real and true career option. The, the scary part is they think it's long term. Yeah. But I feel like millennial us, we know nothing is long term. Well, we we treat things like they're not long term, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so we're constantly trying to find things to you know. But well, that they, also <sighs> relates to brain development too. I think maybe mm-hmm. Doctor Woods can relate to that. That um. You know, your brain isn't really fully developed until you're in, what, your Mm -hmm. Mm mid-20s? So when you're 16 and you think that because you got 20,000 followers Mm -hmm. or whatever, it does seem like it's permanent because you're like, it's only grown through my Mm -hmm. whole life. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, it's just going to keep doing that, Mm -hmm. right? It's it's a very different yeah. point of view, but I do have to like check myself at times to be like, am I being get off my lawn when I'm like looking, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> kind of looking down on influencers? I'll fully admit it makes my head hurt to yeah. think that that is something that people think is contributing to the world in a mm-hmm. in a valuable way. But the fact is, if you're making money, who am I to right. to hate on that? Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I think like mentioning or going big piggybacking off of what she said with millennials, we do look. We'll be an influencer, but then we'll also have a makeup company over here and like a whole bunch of other things because we right. know that if Facebook go down or Instagram go down, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the the other generation doesn't understand. You need to do more than just be a pretty face and all of that. At least mm-hmm. use the exposure to build businesses because right. that will eventually go away. 
Right, mm-hmm. but as an older generation, I look at that and I'm like, I've seen Blake Lively's, you know, wannabe goop empire already collapse. Like, mm-hmm. all of that stuff does seem like um, houses built on sand at times. We're like, yeah, you got a bunch of companies, but how long is it going to take for the next person to come along and wipe all that away and all you're going to be left with is debt? But again, I was raised by a silent generation, so I have that attitude of fatalism, kind of. I think maybe they lack the education. At least with millennials, we are the most educated generation. Yeah. So yeah. we can run businesses because we learned about that. Oh, I think the boy. generations after are just going straight into that. Mm-hmm. So they might acquire yes. a business, but then they don't know how to run it because they never got any formal training. Right. Thank you all for um, joining us today. This has been a fantastic conversation. Good. Thank you. And I really hope us. that uh, maybe in a year or two we can revisit this. And I'm, I'm personally most curious about how attitudes towards Generation Z will change. Not just y'all's, but my own. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because right now, Bobby seems pretty fatalistic. And <laughs> I, I can't really disagree with a lot of that. But at the same time, I'm wondering if Bobby's just thinking, get off my lawn, too. You know? And, and, uh, <laughs> we but, shall see. But thank you for spending your time with us today. And this is the Fulton County Libraries podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fulton County Library Systems. Checking out Full Library.